We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We're here. I wish I could keep this feeling. I wish I could keep this feeling. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. This is Kel Dansby. And this is Marcus Vandenberg. As you notice, Andreas Hale isn't here. Uh, he's been going through some family stuff, so everyone wish him well. He'll be back next week, which so happens to be my birthday. So it's a birthday podcast for me. I'm sure he'll have a ton of goddammit Kells saved up after listening to this episode. <laughs> so he'll be back. But like I said, we're joined by Marcus, Yahoo Sports, a.k.a. The Six God. Hey, what's up, man? Just came back from vacation, doing it big in Toronto. I'm trying to get on your level. Uh, you know, I'm very blessed that my wife hasn't killed me yet. I am in Vegas by myself. Uh, she's not here, and she did not go to Toronto with me. So, um, marriage goals. Hashtag marriage goals. Yeah, so when they tell you, like, hey, when you get into the game, you'd be like, I want to be a journalist. Uh-huh. What they don't tell you is, like, the editor's lifestyle is the real way to go. You just play the background. You get to you call get to your travel. shots. You just sort of cherry pick where you want to go. Uh, yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Secrets of the trade. Yes. It's what those youngsters don't even know. Yeah. Going to college, trying to write for two cents an hour. Be an editor. Two cents a word. You just know your grammar. Do your editing. Yeah. Secrets to success. Uh, nothing too much in hip hop to talk about this week. I don't feel like talking about the alleged Drake and Joe Budden beef because that's just stupid. It was like one Snapchat. I'm not giving that the time of day. So let's get to the fight that was just this past weekend. Um, both myself and Andreas Hale were there. Everyone, it seemed like, was watching on TV, but the pay-per-view numbers came back and they were trash. Uh, yeah. I mean, 400, barely. Yeah, Kevin Ioli, a few hours ago, reported that, I think it was 486, I want to say. 
roughly. Uh, I thought it was going to be so in the seven hundred thousand. Yeah, um, the buzz seemed pretty good about it, and the, the crowd here was hype. Well, I think the first warning sign was it didn't sell out, and you're talking about a brand new arena that holds twenty thousand. They had what sixteen thousand in there. You, you got to sell it out. That's not a good sign. I'm not sure if it was ticket prices or if it was the weather out here. The weather out here was kind of bad. The so. weather was pretty bad. The ticket prices were outrageous. Yeah. For the fight, um, and Jerry Jones was there, front row watching. You're not selling out Jerry World. Yeah, and, sell and out you know, all talk about Canelo Triple G in Dallas. I, I don't, I don't see it in terms of drawing the right number. I mean, giving away a lot of cheap tickets. A lot to just of cheap tickets. It. You figure with Pacquiao, Flotty years ago, I think that forty thousand. I want to say it, it could probably do that, but I wouldn't expect much more. No, I mean, maybe you could double here, but then you're not getting everything else that makes Vegas special and driving up the prices of the tickets with it being in Vegas. So I mean, that's going to be interesting. The fight itself, uh, I thought it played out kind of like many people expected. I expected it to go a little deeper, mm-hmm. maybe like eighth round, ninth round, before Amir Khan just gassed yeah. and Canelo you know, warmed down with the size and the body punches. It happened to be in the sixth round. I thought Khan looked better than I thought he would in the first couple rounds. I mean, he, he wasn't going to knock him out, but he was at least getting some shots in on Tonello. Uh, Tonello still has some, some holes when it comes to his defense, and I think if he did fight Triple G, those holes would get exposed and eventually toss him the fight. But Khan wasn't going to hurt him, so yeah, it was just a matter of time. Yeah, so he, he just walked, he walked through everything. Yeah. Like, like it was nothing, and Khan, like you said, was peppering him, dancing, moving. You can see why Floyd beat Canelo so easily. Yeah. Because as, as long as you stick to that blueprint and you do that for 12 rounds, Canelo has nothing for you. But Khan slowed down. For some reason, he decided to stand toe-to-toe with him in the sixth, and he caught the sneaky right hand, and I thought he killed him. Like, Oof. they could have just chalk outlined him in the ring. No count necessary. Even Canelo no Canelo was saying, look, let me check on this dude. Yeah, Canelo was like, hey, you okay? Like, right? he didn't even care. Like, yeah. you want to go again? Let's run it back. We got time. No, it was crazy. And it was a video game knockout. Yeah. Like yeah. Mike Tyson punch-out style. Like, you don't see that every day. For someone to be doing so well in a fight to then just immediately be KO'd and sprawled out on the canvas, it was just crazy. And it was very much like Pacquiao Marquez, where Pacquiao had the advantage in those first couple rounds. And out of, out of the blue, one punch. Marquez caught him, and next thing you know, Pacquiao was a meme. And that's how, like, the crowd reacted, too. Because it was like everyone was watching, and then it was a <gasps> silence, and then <gasps> a yeah. eruption by the Mexican fans. Like, people, it took them a while to register. Like, yeah. oh, my God, I think he just died in the ring. And he was just, the, the ref didn't even bother to count. That's hey, what you hey, know it's yo, out. It's, it's over. It, yeah, he didn't even give him the 10, man. Not even, not even, the, not even the courtesy, like, one, two. He was just like, you know what, he done. Yeah, I mean, he was knocked out with his eyes open. Yeah. Enzo Amori said. Yeah, it's very much yeah. like Enzo when like, he got knocked out a couple weeks ago. Scary. That's yeah. like a legit knockout. You can't close your eyes, but there's no lights on on the inside. Uh, it's interesting to see where both these guys go. I think even despite the knockout, Amir Khan's in a better place. Uh, if the numbers would have been, you know, 300,000 more pay-per-views, he would have been set. But now, even though he didn't, he still has pay-per-view numbers on his resume, and he can go for a fight against Kel Brook. Or, you know, anyone at 147 and make a good cause for being the A-side of that fight. I mean, at this point, if you're Khan, I think you're fighting for checks. You're not really fighting for your legacy. I mean, are, are you going to respect Amir Khan if he 
wins a few belts again. I mean, I'd say, I feel like he's sort of reached his ceiling at this point. Yeah, he's not going to get those mega fights to really change your legacy. Yeah. That's, that's the difference. It's like Floyd is gone for all purposes. He's not fighting Amir if he does come yeah. back. Pacquiao's gone. He's not fighting Amir if he does come back. And you can't beat Canelo. Uh, if someone beats Canelo, you're not going to beat that guy either. Yeah. You're not going to beat a Triple G who has the talent of beating a Canelo. So it, at that point, it's like uh, you've done what you can. You've reached the highest level, get the checks. Where would you like to see him fight? I, I, think, level. I think 147, Kell Brook is the next fight. Even if it's in the UK, at this point, drop the hole. He didn't fight anyone. He's not enough, big enough draw. He doesn't deserve to fight me. Go, go after the belt. It's all you got left. It's the only thing that's going to sustain the medium-priced like, purses he's going to get. Because yeah. losing to really good guys sooner or later is going to diminish your value. Go, you got your big payday that you've been hunting out for three years. Now take these mediocre checks, get a belt, ride the wave. Yeah. And that's not saying he could beat Kelbrook. Yeah, that too. Because I mean, he, he might could, take he the could, L. He could lose. And then after, at that point, you're like, all right, let me reevaluate my career here. What am I really doing yeah. in, the, in the sport of boxing? Then he's Robert Guerrero. Oh, he's, the, he's the guy you want on your resume because he's fought someone with yeah. a name. PBC, here he comes, man. Yeah, he, he'll be crawling right back. Um, Canelo, on the other hand, has a lot of options. He does. So he can, you know, just put a butt in the seats and take any fight for this next one and just call it a day and try to go for just, you know, the 300,000 pay-per-view mark and wait it out for Triple G to become an old man. Um, he can fight Triple G, which is the popular opinion, Yeah. even though I'm not sure if that happens right away. It seems like a fight that's more for like this time next year, uh, but people want everything now. That's the age we live in, and they kind of got caught into that hype. And then, you know, there's still Pacquiao out there. Pacquiao, who's tiny, but Canelo likes beating up on small people. A Mayweather rematch is a little bit of a stretch, uh, especially because he didn't do the pay-per-view numbers like I thought he would. If the pay-per-view numbers were good, I, I thought Mayweather would be able to dip back in, see what Amir Khan did, and be like, Yo, I'll take the easy 50. Yeah. You know, win number 50, pay me my, my paycheck, because Canelo will bring in the Mexican fans they need, and then... Uh, Mayweather brings out the ratchets like none other. So that packed the new arena. You could charge whatever you want for the tickets, as we've seen in other Mayweather fights, and it'd do a pretty good number. But I'm, I'm not sure if uh, Canelo put himself in a spot to really take that Mayweather fight. So reality check these numbers. I mean, he's not the face of boxing. I mean, if he is the face of boxing, boxing's in trouble because he did not draw well at all. So I would say in the fall, I could see him fighting whoever. Um, I, I guess on pay-per-view, but, you know, if he was on HBO, I wouldn't be upset about that. I feel like he's, he needs to rebuild his his image there, and if it's fighting Triple G, that'll help rebuild his image. I mean, we saw what happened after the fight with uh, Khan and... Uh, calling him out. Virgil Hunter calling him out yep. and said, hey, look, time for you guys to step up. Like, stop, stop beating up on the little people like my, my fighter Amir Khan and, and fight Triple G. He got Triple G into the ring. I, you know, I feel it's all prospering. I'm not really definitely buying it yet, but it was a good start at least. Yeah, I think the fight happens eventually. Yes, um, it's just a matter of when. And I think Canelo, once again, until the numbers came out, I thought Canelo would go honestly into the meeting and say 65-35 split. I'm the huge star. Pay me what I want. Now he's like, all right. Now it's like the 55-45 numbers I've been hearing, it's not that far off. 60-40 maybe. Like, that's, that's a pretty good purse for Canelo at this point. 
and now he has to evaluate with his team in Delahoya and Hopkins how much is a loss worth? Because this is the first time he steps in the ring since Mayweather, where he where it's possible, not guaranteed, but possible that he can lose. And Mayweather, when they sat down at the table, they said this loss is going to make us X dollars. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. How much is this Triple G worth? Because now you look at it and say, okay, if over the next four years, Canelo, you're 25, Triple G is 33. If over the next four years you guys have a trilogy of fights, you can make X amount of money. Mm-hmm. Even if you lose today against a 36-year-old Triple G and you at 28 years old, we think you're going to win the rubber match. Yeah. So take your loss today, build the intrigue, and win when it counts. And set yourself up for 28, 29, 30 to be the best fighter in boxing. And that's what they have to evaluate. Is it worth the loss now? Or do you wait for him to get old and try to take, you know, a one-and-done fight? I'm curious to see what Triple G would do on pay-per-view now. If he could draw, if him and Chocolito teamed up to put on a pay-per-view card, would they get draw similar numbers to Canelo? And if so, then, I, then I, you I think get... Triple G is last one around the 150 range. So. It was ugly pay-per-view. He does great as far as gate is concerned. Uh-huh. Just pay-per-views hurt. And, I mean, if he his last fight technically was free. Yeah, if you find someone with a name, more than a name he's fighting currently, I mean, the guys he's fighting currently are, Yeah, I think are, they're putting are, up, like, Jacobs as a name for him, and which the reason that that has appeal is because if they don't fight, Canelo's going to vacate the belt. Yeah. And then he just have to fight, like, a Jacobs or whatever for the open belt, which would make him, you know, the undisputed champion and unified all the titles which then gives him more clout coming to the negotiating table. And I think that's what he needs. And I think that's the biggest reason it happens next May and not September. Because if Triple G is just smart enough to say, let's call his bluff. Mm-hmm. Don't back down from this 55-45. If he takes that, cool, we're getting more money. If he doesn't, like expected, then we're just going to wait it out, unify these titles, and then bully him into the 55-45 next May. Because if it falls apart, it's not on Triple G. Yeah. No one's going to blame Triple G. Uh, Triple G's been asking for the fight, but he didn't go publicly after knocking someone out and call out a guy to come into the ring. He didn't get called out by the guy who got knocked out to fight someone. Oscar didn't open his, you know, his trainer didn't open his big mouth at the press conference. Oscar put it up. Canelo said he'll fight at 160. All the excuses are gone now. So now all the pressure is on Canelo, and I'd call his bluff. I would call it, man. But, I mean, let's just assume the fight doesn't happen, and... September. It looks like both guys would be scheduled to fight someone in the fall. I do think May, I hate the term marinate for boxing, but a good year build between those two. Um, I think we've seen something similar with Kovalev and Ward. Yep. That they're letting this fight build. They're having their guys fight each other, fight other bums to sort of build themselves up and, and prepare for that fight. And that's all you think they'd have to do is like, hey, we're, we signed it. We signed a date, but we're going to have one more fight where we can fight whoever and then and it shuts everyone up. Yeah, that That's way. It. Like, we're going to let Triple G unify his titles. Yep. Canelo's going to go and just take another, like, quick money fight at 154, you know, whatever weight he deems yeah. good for him. Um, and then folks stay away from, like, made. the Charlos or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, put someone else in there with him. Just let it chill. Bring it back together. It's signed. We're going. We're doing it. So everyone shuts up. And that's probably the best way they can go at it. And... Once again, it's, it's way better. Vegas is way better in May than it is September. Yes. Uh, it's just how it is. September, 
you're looking it's at competing with the NFL. Yeah, it's, it's not the same. You're not the same buzz here. No, like NFL, baseball playoffs, all this stuff. Uh, UFC has one uh, the week before Labor then. Labor Day show, yeah. Labor Day show, which this year looks like it's shaping up to be McGregor. Yeah. Don't let them steal the thunder. So many different things. So you're sandwiched between McGregor and opening day of the NFL schedule. Yeah. Not the best time to put that fight. Let it marinate. Let and it build. You know who else is here in September? Who's there? Drake. Oh. Drake in future. You would know when the sixth god is here. Yeah. Just rub his shoulders with him in Toronto. No. Um, yeah. So it's it's not the best time. Yeah. Definitely not the best time. Uh, just let it build. Let it marinate. Sign it though, so people shut up and don't speculate. Like they're speculating about another fight that's not going to happen right now or in September, whenever the hell they want to put it, which is McGregor versus Mayweather. And it broke after our show last week. And then like everyone had to put out their initial report from the British tabloids, which miraculously popped up. Yeah. Um, and then everyone's like, okay, it's not going to happen. Yeah, common sense says it's not going to happen. There's no precedent for it. There's no reason to believe it. But then they started feeding it. And McGregor talks about it. And then Floyd said he put it out there. He floated the rumor. Floyd said he put it out there. Obviously, McGregor does not shy away from the British tabloids. He probably put it there. Kavanaugh with the tweet. Now Dana White saying, hey, if you guys want it to happen, it's not going to happen. But if you want it to happen, Floyd call me. Then it's just like, all right. So now the possibility is in the casual fan's mind. And that's what it takes. The casual fans drive this. Mm-hmm. Boxing, you know, purists and to steal wrestling terms, smarks, they know it's not going to happen. But the casual fans do not. They hear McGregor, they hear May- Mayweather, and they think, wow, this is so much better than what Pacquiao was. And then when you put stuff out there like, well, it's not going to happen. Why? What's their weights? Well, actually, they happen to fight at the same weight. Yeah. Oh, really? It's like, oh, yeah, Connor actually fights two pounds lighter than Mayweather. Oh, shit, so they can actually make weight and fight each other? And it's like, yeah. And then they just, and you start kind of tearing into it and be like, okay, well, it's not going to happen. But, you know, for speculation's sake, this is why, this is all the stuff that, like, matches up and why it's even a rumor and not shot down in the first place. So, and they're going to keep building it. And it's interesting to see how they use it to further themselves and their other ventures. Because I don't don't think it's going to come together, them fighting. But, hell, if... If these two build it up and they keep it going, and Floyd comes back in September for fight 50, and McGregor fights the week prior at UFC, that's a hell of a double promotion. What if you have McGregor host their open workouts, not at the UFC gym, but at Mayweather's gym? They can fuel this rumor for a year and fan the flames on it and just earn money and at least keep themselves in the public eye. I'm still not yet sold on Floyd coming back, period. At least, at least... Those trademarks are, are, well, are pretty real. Trademarking TBE50 and TMT50. I should say, I, I see him coming back, but not for the $100 million he's talking about. I don't see anyone giving him nine figures to come back. Pacquiao rematch doesn't do it for you? I don't think the networks will give him that much money for a Pacquiao rematch. He threw out CBS as like the name. I don't know how much CBS has in pocket. Um, that's crazy. And then, I mean, I remember, 250 is what he did the first time. Coming down to 100 Dow, 100 mil, I mean, that's that's not bad. That's a discount. That's half it, it's, a, it's a discount, but let's say let's say if it was on pay-per-view again, the rematch. First one did, what, 4.5? Yeah. What would you say the second one would do? Half? No. 
three, yeah. They're going at least strong 3.5. They're going to milk that Pacquiao shoulder injury for everything it's worth. They're going to show the Bradley knockdowns. They're going to show him training in the Philippines with his little senator joints. He's going to run through with the whole Filipino people behind him. Like he's Rocky. They're going to build it up. 3.5, the day after Pacquiao won, my dad, who's at most a casual boxing fan, mm -hmm. calls me and he's like, is, him a, is he going to fight Floyd again? Like, yo, Pops, really? Like, what do you... Like, Pops, maybe, but no, like, not off of this. It's like, no, but his shoulder's way better now. Like, Pops, you oh, bought man. that? I was like... And then it just let me, like, really know the pulse of the casual fan. Yeah. Not to mention it's going to be all over first take and whatever show Skip Bayless has on Fox, and they're just going to drive it to account, come home, and people are going to be stupid, and it's going to hook them again. It would never happen, but I would love to see... The rematch on CBS for free. No, that'd be great. And I, and I think Floyd's motivation, he would take a hit money-wise, but it would probably be the highest-rated boxing fight since... Ever. It'd be the highest-rated boxing fight ever. I don't know what the numbers were like back in the ABC days when you had big names on broadcast television. But... I mean, he did 4.5 pay-per-view. It'd be the highest-rated fight ever it it do finals ratings they'd get a 17.1 dancing with the stars is getting consistent 13s in the rankings yeah. this is at least doing 18 hmm. for free oh free in prime time i'd be curious to see what and what they would what expect. do you take a hit I, I mean it depends how you sell the advertisement you could probably you sell it like the break super bowl. even you sell it the super bowl and sell your 30 second time spots for a million, two million, three million a pop. You'd probably make it back, but I think that was, that, that was floated out the first fight. Yeah, it was. It Initially, was, it was floated out. It was floated out, out to be free. Network television free, um, and then and then pay per view came around. Pay per view, and, and they made, all those they made all the money. Yeah. So you know, at the end of this point, it's an ego thing for Floyd. Floyd wants win number fifty. Uh, I think Floyd would like the title of being on the biggest. The most viewed fight in sports history. Um, I would love to know. I, I looked at the numbers and see what Ali did back in the day. Some of those fights. Yeah, um, I, it'd be hard pressed to think that one with the amount of televisions compared to then, and the accessibility of it now, that it wouldn't be the biggest fight of all time. Because just sports bars, you know, all of them having the fight. Uh, sports books, people have it on tablets, which I'm sure will count. Yeah. The streams all over the world. That's another thing. Accessibility around the world to this fight, which wasn't there, you know, in the 80s, in the 70s. So it, it'd be hard-pressed to think it wouldn't be the biggest fight ever. And Floyd would coast again. Because I was watching highlights from that first Manning fight, and he did them dirty. It, was, it wasn't even close. Yeah, that's the thing. It would not be a good fight. It might be a little better fight, but same outcome, I would think. Yeah. I mean, Manny's not coming back for anything less than, you know, a Canelo or a Floyd. And until then, boxing really has nothing else. It's like boxing has two fights right now. And everything else is like, eh, whatever, we might watch. Well, I mean, the numbers on pay-per-view have gone down since Mayweather-Pacquiao. Yeah. I mean, way, even Mayweather's last fight against Berto. No one's close. No one's close to a million these days. Um, it's not good for the sport. And McGregor's just putting up millions like it's nothing. Yeah. So, so, it's, so is Ronda. 
yeah, it shows you like the climate of combat sports in general. And boxing needs to change that. You need to build stars. Somehow they fumbled this whole Keith Thurman, Sean Porter thing, where now it's it's an afterthought. I don't even I know what day it's on. I think it's like June 12th, maybe. Maybe. I think. It's coming up soon. I think it's June 20th. It's like the week after I leave New York. Because okay. I'm not going to be there. for It's something crazy. But no one cares. No one knows what's happening. Yeah. They it's the same they, weekend as Money in the Bank, I think. And yes. I'm just looking forward to Money in the Bank. They at least moved it out of uh, Connecticut. True, which was which the worst a, mistake. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, it's in New York. Let's see. Um, I mean, shit, Sean Porter just had to spar with Charlemagne to, to get some eyes on him. I saw that. That was It was rough. That was interesting. And for the record, uh, Charlemagne, who is a member of uh, Team Loudspeakers Network, that brings you our show. For the record... Charlemagne was whack in that sparring session. I'm giving at least more than two rounds. Yeah. Two rounds? I got two rounds in me. Me and Sean would have to go four, and they would have been upset because I would have actually hit Sean. I'm like, yo, you know he got a fight? Like, yeah, he ain't making me look stupid, though. I, I would have had him. And next time I see Sean and talk to him, I'd be like, yo, you know, Charlemagne took it easy on you, or he was whack. You should have sparred me. It would have been real. Now he might have KO'd me, but... It would have been worth it for the culture. So just to back up, so we got some numbers here for broadcasts. Um, Tyson was on Fox. Wow. 43 million viewers. Uh, let's see here. What was the rating on it? So 43 puts 16 it in like 15. 16.1 for 28 share. That's not bad. Highest I think, I think rated night ever in primetime for Fox. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard back in the day drew a 25.8 rating. What? 55 million viewers in 1979 against Wilfred Benitez. That's insane. So, okay, there's some lofty goals there. And I mean, a part of that is because people view television differently. Uh, 55 million people might watch it, but maybe not through your television sets, not through your traditional television. So, it, it's, it's skewed a little bit. But yeah, those are some big numbers boxing used to draw back in the day. Hey, I would have to think of Mayweather Pacquiao rematch would get close. Maybe that. That was Leonard that drew it? Yeah, yeah. that's insane. Like, I, I'm not sure if he'll get it that high. But if you look at NBA Finals, they're, you know, up there. 17s, 18s. They, it has to do more numbers than that. Like, has to. So, we'll have to ask Andre. Ask Andre and see what he thinks about no, what, definitely. A, what a free fight would do on television. Of, of those two fighters. Yeah, I mean, the streams. And you don't got to bootleg it anymore. So, there's no reason yeah, to watch from your computer. Not suggesting that our oh, fans and listeners do that at all. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's crazy to think that they did those numbers back then. And then now, that you would think it's just technology is more accessible. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, if, if people are watching the fight in the 90s. So that, that's, that's an outrageous number for... It, it'd be great to see, though. And that's a, a great option for them. Um, McGregor, on the other hand, is on the outside of this looking in. So his options going forward is pretty much go back to... Papa Dana and shut up. So Dana said they're going to have lunch next week. They're going to talk about it. It's going to be UFC 202, most likely. That yeah. card, it's always here in Vegas. Um, I don't know if they put that because McGregor's on it in the new arena and just kind of make that a staple. Or if they put it back in the old MGM, uh, Grand Garden Arena. I would think McGregor would can't command I, the new arena. I think they could sell the new arena. With After McGregor. all the... The media buzz around Connor and everything that would happen. Connor and Nate? Yeah, I think they could sell it out. I mean, you're really talking about an extra 
five thousand from what they're getting at MGM to the New Arena. So I think they could do that. Yeah, I mean, be great during a holiday weekend. Holiday weekend, uh, people would really come out. They could jack up the prices, and that'd be a good fight for Connor. And then after that, it's nothing. Like, do you go back down to one forty-five? Either defend your title or, or, or give it up. Give it up at this point. Pull a Canelo. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if one fifty-five is even in his future anymore because that's so weird. And to be honest, he wants no parts of Khabib. He can say whatever he wants. But yeah. His kryptonite is anyone with a ground game, and Khabib has the best ground game in the sport, hands down. And I saw I saw no rust when he stepped in there a couple weeks ago. None. So I, I feel bad for RDA. Anyone who has to face this kid, if he, if he can just stay healthy, that's his that's his biggest thing now, is making sure he doesn't get injured and anything like that. But he looked pretty good. Definitely. So, I mean, that's coming up for Connor. Uh, Nate seems to be like that next thing, though. Nate's not taking a fight before Connor, because why would he? Take the payday. It doesn't matter if it's 200, 201. The number doesn't matter. Nate, we're going to buy that. Nate's fighting for money at this point, man. He, yeah, he doesn't care about don't care. title. What, he's just, give me that chat, man. Because so he's he, seen champions make nothing. Yeah. How is. much is RDA making? RDA might still be on a 30 and 30. Yeah. Damn near. You know, Look at Pettis. Pettis dropped the belt. He went right back to mediocre purses. Like, Nate's not about that. He's trying to get these millions. Because uh, eventually... Roll up and chill out on the beach. Just in case he does happen to partake in some... Yeah. Some sticky icky and <laughs> he gets popped. He can at least stack his checks and yep. ride off into the sunset. Sticky icky can't be, uh, it can't be too cheap. You got to keep it coming now. Yeah. Now he's big time. Yeah. Hey, to me... I picture Nate, like, if he wins this fight especially and gets another payday off of Connor, him just sailing away into the sunset, and he's like the guy off a of half-baked when Dave Chappelle comes over the crib, and he's just like, give me your bag of your finest Chiba. <laughs> like, and he's just, like, wilding out in the gold robe. I picture that's what Nate Diaz is in Stockton. He's just, like, now the king of Stockton, and everyone just comes over his house. Where it's dirt cheap, by the way. <laughs> so that's what he's looking at in the immediate future of the UFC. UFC 198 is this weekend. Yes. A card that was really stacked a couple of days ago kind of took a hit. Anderson Silva is out. Gallbladder surgery, which that's, that's odd. He seemed fine on like the beginning embeddings. Very weird. And now he's, he's gone. He's gone for four to six weeks, it sounds like, before he can start training. So, I mean, him and Uri Hall might be rescheduled maybe for that Connor event. Like, that'd be a good fight, you yeah, know, to stick under Connor. Um, as a co-main or just on the card, uh, it looks like Mighty Mouse isn't fighting anytime soon, so you can't book him on that. Or video games for Mighty Mouse. Hey, Twitch. Twitch, man. <laughs> Get them Twitch checks. So, I mean, that's they're looking for a co-main probably. That's not a bad one to go with. Won't be Ronda. No, no. Ronda's holding out to New York. They're not dumb. Uh, and we'll see where we go, you know, after that. But this UFC Brazil card, I was looking forward to that fight. Uh, I thought, you know, Uriah Hall is so up and down and often disappoints just with his lack of aggression. Yeah. I thought Anderson Silva would, you know, mess with him and goad him into, like, oh, man, he would have clowned him. He would have clowned him. And Uriah would have been frustrated, but maybe we would have got a crazy spinning kick from Uriah. Maybe it would have bought it out of him. Like, it would have been like Weidman, where Anderson toyed with Weidman, clowned him, and then Weidman ended up catching him. Yep. Um, I don't, you know... Chris doesn't have the same personality as Uriah. I'm not sure if he would have found that inner aggression. Um, but I, I feel like he's, he's shown improvement 
since his UFC debut. Oh, his skills have he's improved. He's getting better. Gracefully. It's just, it's just you know, not consistent. Not consistent. He's, he's openly said he doesn't really have that killer instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like he doesn't want to hurt people in the cage, if that makes any sense. Yep, he's with another new training camp, all this stuff. Uh, he brought in like a childhood friend who happens to be one of the best kickboxers in the world. The guy's name escapes me to help him. Cool. We just got to see the difference sooner or later. Because yeah. the ability is there. Yeah. Like, you look at everything Luke Rockhold does, and you say, damn, Uriah Hall is built with the same thing. To do that, why isn't he champion? Mm-hmm. And it's just the heart. Luke has the heart yeah. and the mentality, and Uriah doesn't have that yet. So this could have been his turnaround fight. He's going to have to wait. Um, other fights on the card, though, is headline by Verdum versus Stipe Miocic. Uh, the Verdum happy face is like my favorite thing of the week. <laughs> if someone gets knocked out, I want to see no Jordan memes this weekend. Verdum happy, happy face. Face. Just everywhere. And I love that he bought them for like the fans to rock, and like everywhere he goes, they're all doing the stupid face. Did it today at face-offs. It, it was great. So uh, that fight's going to be good, though. Who do you like? How do you see that leaning? Because Verdun's been on a great run, but before then he was beatable. Like he yeah. washed out of UFC, came back. Like it's odd seeing these fighters go on these miraculous runs. Him, RDA, uh, a couple other people. Stipe had that one roadblock against JDS, but you take that fight out. He, he had been crushing people. I. I want to know the American. I want to know Stipe hey, in Brazil. Marco. With the upset. Uh, nothing against uh, Fabricio, but part of me feels like the reason he won the title in the first place was he trained properly in Mexico City. He was in much better shape than Kane and took advantage of it. I think if Kane and Fabricio fought, say, in Las Vegas, different di- story. Different story. So I think it's just a matter of time before he gets caught, and I think this might be it. No, I could definitely say the heavyweights are always so weird because you're always one punch away. Yeah. It's just, and you Stipe know. has the power to, to put him to sleep. Oh, definitely. Um, the ground game is concerning. Yeah, that, that's going to be the issue. Because we haven't seen Verdum's ground game in so long. Uh, we got a glimpse of it when he took Kane out of there in two seconds, mm. but Kane was gassed anyway. Yeah. But we haven't seen him roll around with people, and that was his strength. That was his strength, so... So you would now, assume that it's it's still in there somewhere. Oh, it's definitely. I mean, you don't lose black belt no. jiu-jitsu like that. So it's interesting to see if he gets, you know, Steve to the ground and Steve can find his way back up. Yeah. Because if he stays on the ground, yeah, it's, it's gonna be, he'll find a way to submit him. It's going to be a short night. Yeah. He's got to stay on his feet. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. We have co-main event Jacare versus Vitor Belfort. Vitor's not on TRT. Are you sure? Uh, not positive. It's in Brazil. All right. You never know, man. It's, it's in Brazil. Anything goes when the fight is down there. Yeah. Uh, if he is, I welcome it. I love TRT Belfort. This is my favorite version of Belfort. Like he was right. like a cheat code, man. Yes, I don't care. That guy was unstoppable. Uh, one face kick to the side. Yeah. The guy was a beast. Yeah. Uh, look what he did to Rockle. Just dismantled him. And he was like twice the size he is now. Off of just TRT. Uh, it's incredible. I wish they'd let just him. Just let just, him just use Vitor? it. Just Vitor. Because he's just so much better on TRT. If he brings it back, like, you know, encore performance of TRT Vitor, I'm all for it. Because to me, Jacare, you know, great ground skills. Um, just, he doesn't excite me. And he's a guy, to me, that has those ground skills and always has a chance. So he could, like, go on a two-fight streak and be the champion, and I'll just be very underwhelmed. Shakari is one of those guys who 
definitely looks better than he actually is. When you look at his body, you're like, all right, this guy, you should kick some ass. And then he Look, fights, and then... Looks like Tarzan fights like Jay. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, if, if you're if you're trying to, you know, judge the fight based on body types, especially non-TRT Vitor, which is like flabby TR, uh, flabby Vitor at this point of his life at 39, you definitely give the advantage to Sakura, but... You never know. You never know. Sakura is another guy. You don't know his aggression level. Yeah. He's he not just consistent. coast in the ring, and it's just like, come on, man. You only got so many, so much time in this octagon. Let's go. If I have to watch that for five rounds, I'll be asleep. So, I'm rooting for TRT Belfort. Uh, am I picking him? No, I'm picking Jacare. Because he's 39 years old. Yeah, assuming... And for the record, I'm picking Verdum over Mio. Okay. Yeah, assuming Vitor is not Vitoring, I'm doing Jacare. Uh, the last fight we'll really cover, because once again, this card is stacked. Uh, I refuse to talk about Patrick Cummins. Patrick Cummins, man. I will never again pick Patrick Cummins in my life. Fight past status. Yes, he, he's done Fight in my book. Done in my book. Um, so, let's talk about Cyborg's debut. Oh, boy. Versus poor old Leslie Smith. Leslie. I, Leslie, you know what? She had a nice ride, man. She got on a couple embeddeds. She got, she got a nice little pub. But it ain't going to end well for Leslie. Cyborg actually looks really good with the weight cut, too. Saw her at the open workout, saw her today, the media day. It's like, man, she cut the weight right. It looks like she could drop to 135. I was going to say, can she, can she drop the it, other five pounds? It looks like she could. And if you uh, go online, you'll see the picture of Cyborg and Misha Tate when they were filming the movie that uh -huh. they just did, and Holly Holm was in it as well. But Cyborg and Misha were standing like face-to-face, -face, and Misha looks like a midget. Misha's a good five inches shorter than her, and Cyborg looks just like... She's going to devour her. So if that's the title fight we get eventually, because Cyborg can cut down, it's scary to think what happens to anyone in the division. Because no one's her size. If, if you're Ronda, do you, do you take that fight? No, you never fight Cyborg. You fight Holly again before you fight Cyborg. Yeah. You know, Holly knockout was ugly. Cyborg would take your face off. Yeah. Cyborg's like punching you through the mat. So I, I, I think... How many, how many minutes do you give Leslie Smith? Three minutes. Three minutes, huh? Three minutes. And three minutes is being generous. I'm being kind to Leslie. If she gets out of there in less than, you know, so her, la her last five a minute, I wouldn't be surprised. Her last five fights have been first round. So. It ain't going to the second. No, it ain't going to the second. The judges go get a pretzel, you know, a soda, whatever they enjoy in Brazil. What's the... You know, Brazilian nuts. I don't, I don't know what they enjoy as a snack in Brazil. You just take it. This is the equivalent of the Divas match in WWE. Take a bathroom break. It's going to be over. No need for the judges. Give it a 90 seconds. 90 seconds. That's strong. She's, that's, in, she's in Brazil. That's a better prediction first than first UFC yeah. fight. I would be a nice with, with I'm going to give it 90 seconds. That's legit. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if it was less than that. Yeah. Cyborg is going to take her head off. Yeah. And then call out Ronda. And Dana's yeah. going to be like, whoa. Whoa. Just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> mate, mate 135 now. Yeah, he's going to do that. <laughs> no, no more people going up to 140 yeah. for you until you just refuse to mention Ronda. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll see how that turns out. Like I said, a good card top to bottom. And that will probably be the highlight of the weekend. Uh, nothing really else. It has the spotlight for the weekend. So definitely yeah, looking actually, forward to that. Actually, you know what? There's no NBA playoffs on Saturday, too. Oh, it has the whole night. So, uh, 
not competing against the NBA. It's in Brazil, so it's is it Brazil. a earlier start time? No. And those Brazil cards tend to go late. Remember the the Ronda one? one? Yeah. But they had like the they ultimate a, fighter. They had a stats under card. But yeah. It was like an ultimate fighter finale mixed in with it. So it had a million fights. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be watching it from here in Vegas, so it's not it's not bad. I'll chill, you know, at a nice little local establishment and have a few cold ones and enjoy all the fights. Uh, make sure you guys watch that as well. It's going to be great. If there's cards to pay for, these cards coming up are the ones to buy. These next three. Yeah, these next three are, are definitely stacked. 201, you could probably save your money. I mean, sorry, Atlanta. I'm not sure what's going to be on that card, but. Oh, it's uh, Robbie Lawler versus Tyrone Woodley. Save your money. <laughs> Lawler's going to win. I was about to say, Rob, but yeah. Robbie turns in fight of the year quality fights every time. Now, Woodley is not. Woodley's not the guy not to do that it, guy. though. Yeah, but. He's going to get him out of there, I'll tell you that. Save your money for 202. <laughs> uh, let's talk about 200 real quick before we talk about the WWE. 200 pretty much rounded into form now. Uh, they had the ugly official poster, which isn't the official poster by all accounts, that leaked online today. And uh, DC looks like he has an alien head. Man, DC He's that, got mad forehead. It's shiny. It's like John created the poster just to like go after DC. <laughs> John called up Connor's poster guys. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, I know you got them on payroll. Let's just mess with DC. Yeah, that was not a flattering photo. Oh, by no means. So, like, DC's, for, like... I know DC's hairline isn't the greatest, but, yeah, but man, it ain't that made, far ain't that bad, man. Not that far, like I say, worse than LeBron. He looks like the dinosaurs from the original Jurassic Park movie yeah. that like ran the side of the car. Like it's all bad. John Jones looks so much taller than him, even in a picture. Like it's a picture. Can yeah. you make him look even height? John Jones looked like a caveman. The, the beard. beard's all bushy. Yeah, his head is long. He's like early man, like Cro-Magnum man is John Jones. And there's no mention of the rest of the card on that poster. It's just advertising Cormier Jones, too. That's it. So it can't be the official. Um, and probably a nice little piece that has a sponsorship for Bud Light on there. Whatever. I, I don't believe that this is the final one. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, check it out. It's all over the place online. Um, it's funny, but it's not the official one. Connor would be up in arms if he was on this poster. Oh, and yeah. they stretched his face out like that. Uh, 200 as a whole, though, did it live up to your expectations? Like, are you happy with the DC main event, uh, co-main, I guess now, which would be the interim title as a co-main? With Aldo. Aldo Edgar. versus Edgar, a rematch. Which, to casual fans, like, what does that do for you? Uh, I don't know, like... Weirdly enough, I didn't want to see Connor versus Nate when it was first yeah, announced. I mean, and then on. now I miss it. No, well, I was about to mention that. Like, take out all the controversy around Connor. If we were comparing Connor versus Nate versus DC John Jones, I'd take DC John Jones all day of the week. True. As a pure fight, I take As it a too. pure fight. The only reason why people want this fight now is because of a tweet. Fight fans didn't want this fight. Now fight fans all of a sudden want to fight? Like, I think this card would do fine. The reason I liked it is because I thought DC John Jones was going to be on the card regardless. So you thought it had been number two? The I number thought two it was going to be the number two fight. And I thought it was going to be an historic event. Like it was, you know, it was billed as. And I think it robbed us of that. Just egos and Dana showing Connor a lesson. Which I guess, you know, when you're the boss man and you're running the company... You can't let the inmates run the asylum. Yeah. Sooner or later, you got to put your foot down this way. You put his foot down. Understand. But I think the card would have been stacked with that. And then now I'm just like, eh. Kane versus Travis Brown. 
We're going to see Ronda Rousey cry from Octagon side because yeah, Travis is going to get his shit rocked. Can't get, yeah. I, I think there's still room for one more fight. We're only at 11 fights. Uh, they added someone. TJ Dillashaw versus Asunto. So that's the is last. Is that still 11? That's still 11, I think. Let me, let me count here. Yeah, because um, I thought there was one six, slate seven, left, and I thought that filled it. 11. 11. So, yeah, so we go, what, five? So, you know, three fight pass. Four undercard. That's only four on the pay-per-view. That's somewhere. seven, four on the pay-per-view. So yeah, No, one, that's, that's not enough. We should five pay-per-view. Five pay-per-view. So. Um, no, it should be four pay-per-view. It should be, it should be 12 fights, at least. You would think, but we have two title fights. Three title fights. So that's why there's only four on the pay-per-view. Because you got to give them each enough time to oh, go five, five rounds. rounds. So it takes up the, the main card time. So it looks like the main card would stop at Kane. And Johnny Hendricks, Kelvin Gastelum would be Fox Sports 1 prelim headline. Or TJ versus I, I think the they, Sunshine. I, mean, I think they had a given another fight on there for... I, it's, a, it's a hard sell as a fight fan who maybe is a casual. If you're gonna say, "Yeah, we want you to spend seventy dollars to watch four fights," when you're normally getting five fights. Yeah, it's so it's I don't know if that means that maybe cut out one niche, of the five passes. goes to FS1. Um, I mean TJ Sage Northcutt looks like he's gonna highlight the, the fight, fight pass. pass. Because that's what he does. Yeah. So Sage will be doing that. Um, the FS1 card is actually pretty good fights. And I guess Gomi versus Miller is the other fight pass card. Yeah. When it shakes out to everything. Uh, unless you put Sanchez versus Lozon down there. And then TJ. I can see Hendricks or TJ moving up to the main card. Giving five, four, and only having two fight pass. Because if you got to cut it out anywhere, you cut out yeah, the fight pass cards. And you just say, oh, okay, oh, well. Yeah. And carry the pay-per-view long. But to my knowledge, I haven't heard anything about adding another fight. TJ was the last fight, and it's kind of, like, locked up. Unless we see injury and someone has to, like, reschedule yeah. on short notice, which injuries are just it's coming the way it's out been, of anything. Yeah, it, you're probably just, just pencil one injury for this card. Something's yeah. going to happen. Someone could be knocked out in a late replacement. I, I personally think if, you know, Amanda's the one that goes, we see Holly step in. You know, if... Uh, TJ or Sunshine go, there's people step in now, which is great. They kind of built that in. And there's people fighting uh, Thursday and Friday that he can cherry pick from and sort of protect themselves. Correct. Uh, Kane is obviously injury prone. Yeah. So you, you never know who, I mean, the Black Beast is scheduled to fight. Derek Lewis. Uh, he's scheduled to fight. Um, is it Roy Nelson? Roy Nelson, the country. So if you need a replacement for Kane or for Travis, the Black Beast will surely be a great person to step up. Be a great stage for him. Yeah, just be like, hey, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to Big Time Prove Yourself. Yeah. Um, so there, there's people built in to take these fights. It's just, it's ugly, right? Like, to me, it's nothing special about the card. And I don't know how well DC versus John Jones sells. I, I Connor outsells them. If Connor, Connor at 202 outsells this card. Uh, depends who Connor's, who's with, I think. Him and Nate alone outsells this entire card. Because John and DC, you know what? They get a little bit of sports center airtime. Little. Because someone's no, I, I, I think I think Sports Center will cover this fight like they covered. Uh, they're out here for John Jones for the return, right? They uh, sports Center on the road? Yeah, they sent like, no, no Sports Center on the road. They sent like two people. 
was the last time you had? Was it for uh, Connor? Connor. Yep. I I think either December, way. December the December card. They had Center Road. Either Coach way, I think I think Sports Center will be out here all week, trying to hype this thing up. And you know I I don't know when the TV deal is up. I was about to say that's UFC, politics because it's all politics. They're the all, UFC is already the writing is on the wall. You can tell they're taking the migration from Fox Sports. To ESPN. If, Friday night fights are gone. If you wonder, if you and wonder, Dana's gonna if you like. Wonder why Dana is always in Sports Center breaking news. It's it's obvious that he's trying to. He's gonna land me. it. I think he will. He's gonna land that ESPN contract when Fox Sports is done, and they're gonna take the spot of Friday night fights, and it's gonna be a huge platform. Yeah. And Fox is kind of on the outside looking in now, and they're just like, oh, now we gotta embrace debate. Because oh, they're you know that's their. Yeah, if they lose, if they lose UFC, they're. Hurting. They're hurting as it is mm-hmm. with with just baseball and MMA. But if they lose UFC, it's, it's rough for the television. It's a whole lot of Jason Whitlock in television. <laughs> I don't know how Elizabeth's going to take to that. Uh, probably not well. Uh, now let's switch gears then because now we have wrestling to talk about before we get out of here. And we'll talk about Raw here in a second. But the biggest news to me in wrestling have been all the releases and the fact that Adam Ro- Rose lost his damn mind. Adam Rose, man. The Rosebuds. He lost the Rosebuds. He joined the social outcast, and he became an outcast. And a rebel. He's, lost- He's never you, coming back. You know why this hurt? Did you see the E60 piece? Yes, and it was so good. And it, it was so you good. You pulled for Adam Rose. You pulled for his family. And now you hear about this story involving Adam Rose and his wife. And, and he grabbed her face. Grabbed I understand. Her face like, and wouldn't let her call nine one one. I think. Yeah. It's just like. And the week prior, he's been lobbying on Twitter, saying, "Hey, I got screwed in terms of my suspension from WWE for my failed drug test, and this is what happened. Here's the doctor's note. So, it something's going on in his life, which and, I don't think he's going to get the opportunity to bounce back from. Oh no! I mean, they've come out and said he's suspended indefinitely. indefinitely. I know. It's just a matter of time before they fire him. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of people get let go. Um, Cameron's gone. Cameron's gone for really all indications for piping up. Yeah. Uh, about the Ryback situation. By the way, Cameron didn't get fired for DUI and trying to bribe a cop, but she got fired for speaking her mind on Twitter. So, chew on that. Hey, when you say Twitter ain't real life, remember that. Yeah. Ask Cameron. Um, so, we have that. We have uh, Ms. Dow. Sandow. Sandow. Getting released and people are up in arms. I could go without him. I, just, I mean, there's a lot of talent now. I'm not like... I thought he was fine. He wasn't my favorite wrestler, but... He wasn't doing anything. No. I guess you need jobbers, but why not have high-level jobbers? If I'm going to have a jobber, I'd rather have Tyler Breeze than Damian Sandow. Yeah. Um, a couple other people were released, though. Uh, Wade Barrett, so his, his contract was up, so they let him go early. They let him go. Um, it looks like Ryback's going to be gone. Right back is, They're just waiting for his contract to right run Right merchandise is on clearance, so if you want a right back shirt, go get it now. Uh, and I don't see Indies picking him up. Where is he going to go? Right back? Japan? Just because of his size? Maybe Man, they can pitch him? I want to see right back Brian Cage. Oh, God. CM Punk is just going to be somewhere just... Mr. Get Your Shit In versus right back. <laughs> nah, CM Punk is just going to be somewhere dying on Twitter. I need By to the see way, CM Punk on right commentary. Bats, the highlight of right back's career this year was in Chicago... With yep. Moxie and Punk. I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. And then the clobbering time. And that was the last time we saw him. That was the last time we saw him. This one, you don't fuck with CM Punk. Listen, man. In Chicago. That'll teach you. Karma will come back yep. around and bite you in the ass. Uh, Hornswoggle. Uh, El Torito. 
it's not a good day for little people. No, they'll probably be in. Or the handicap uh, they let go of. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Coulter. No. Zeb Coulter. He's out of there. Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, after 30 years. 30 Yo, years. He had the best contract ever. And he had that Bret Hart contract that yeah. Bret Hart was supposed to sign back in the day. Oh, I'm going to sign this lifetime deal. It's like uh, Carlos Delgado with the Mets. I know. Wait, no, no, Bobby Bonilla. Oh, Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, he's still getting paid. How long is that? Oh, it's down another... baseball. <laughs> Long time. I think like at least through 2020. He's had a long time, so that's ridiculous. He's paid once a year. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best contract in all the sports. So Brooklyn Brawler finally gets let go. Um, Christian finally got let go, even though he has his network show, so he doesn't care. Yeah. But he wasn't planning on wrestling again. Triple H re's up. Triple H resigned for another and three years. The most Triple H move of the year. Ah, you guys are losing your jobs. I'll sign for three more years. Yeah, like. My man, you built NXT. It's great. You don't have to wrestle anymore. Like it, to me, it's kind of like now at this point, he's such a fan of the talent he's signing. Or he's he just wants, like, he yeah, I just want to go with these guys. Like, and he doesn't care that he's gonna look old and sloppy or whatever. He's gonna be like, AJ, you carry me in this shit. We're gonna headline WrestleMania, AJ. Do we? Or him and Finn at WrestleMania? Do we get one last DX comeback? We need to, right? Sean looked amazing. Sean looked Mania. great. Sean looked like he was 22. Sean doesn't have to wrestle. He can just... Just super kick be people. Be the sidekick. Come this, out. This is what I want. Crotch chop. If for any reason, the Young Bucks sign with the WWE before next year's WrestleMania. Because I think their free agency was set up their again in February. Contract, yeah. yeah. In which they signed a one-year contract just for posturing and stuff. And it's a smart move. But if they can be lured to the WWE... And Bullet Club is established, or Balor Club, whatever it is by then, and they're established. And the Young Bucks come in. They'll go straight to the main roster. And I have to see a WrestleMania spot with the Young Bucks hosting a super kick party. And then Shawn Michaels comes out and super kicks with them. Just all three of them. I'd lose my damn mind. I don't care. Do it to the Wyatts. They, Do it to wherever you want. They wouldn't super kick the Bucks, though? I don't care. Shawn can super kick the Bucks. All right. But if he shows up, and then they look at him. And all three of them super kick one person, and then two sweet in the too ring. I'm marking out. That's perfect. It gets no better than that as a young buck spot at WrestleMania. I still don't see the bucks coming anytime soon. I would like to, but I... everyone else is coming. That is sooner or later, you look around, you just be like, "Yo, all my but friends are there." The bucks are making new friends, and and ROH looks like. But... Yeah. I, when is Omega's contract? If Omega goes too. And then at this point, the WWE roster is just stacked. You need the brand split at that point. I think Omega needs more time in I, ROH because I, I don't think a lot of people still know about Kenny Omega. I think no, he's no. Still... I, he has to be the guy in New Japan. Yeah. But a year build? Yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a couple tournaments. G1. G1. If he wins G1, uh, even though I think that's more of a Rainmaker thing again, in which Okada's never coming over. But so he says. So <laughs> that's that's what they all say. Yeah. He's young. Yeah. He was in TNA before. It's not like he was yeah. scarred. I think TNA might have scarred him from the States. The States. That yeah. might be it. But you know, ROH and those shows and now he's seeing stuff. And a lot of those guys, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I think Moose heads over, friend of the podcast, heads over sometime this summer. I think we uh we can see Adam Cole eventually make the leap. He seems like a guy that's of that build. And we'll talk about Adam Cole here in a second because he made news this week. Uh, a couple of guys. ACH, I think, is a guy that it, is already... He's gone. It's a matter of time. Whatever his contract is Like, up. him before Lethal, before anyone else, ACH does some star. shit that's amazing. Yes. And they're just waiting. 
and he'll be, if not in this cruiserweight uh, tournament, he'll be in next year's. And he might be the star of it. And ACH and versus LaSombra. Well, I mean, if you compare the two, I think ACH, body-wise, much better fit for NXT. Ricochet is still pretty damn small. He's getting big, though. He's, he's, getting getting a, buff he's, up. Had, a, he's had a buff up, man. I, um, but do, what do Ricochet right can way. do, no one can do what Ricochet does. Yeah. To me, he's my best number one pound-for-pound wrestler in the world right now. Which is hard when I just saw AJ Styles carry, you know, fucking Roman Reigns to a great match. Yeah. Four-star match. Four-star match, at least. Yeah. At, at least. When I go into the match knowing there's no way in hell AJ Styles is leaving with his belt. And, I, and, and then I every thought, near fall, I'm jumping I off the like, couch. This is it. I was like, that's storytelling. Like, this guy, that's why he was number one ranked wrestler in the world last year. And why they put him in that spot. Like, yo, please help Roman. Poor TNA. <laughs> TNA's went, lost everyone. They've lost everyone. I, if you watch NXT this week, um, what? They're getting rude probably next week. Eric Young. Eric Young. EY just debuted. You, you have Samoa Joe already. Yeah. They have Styles. Styles. Like... Every star that you kind of made, Austin Aries. Yes. Every star you've made is gone, and they jump ship quick. Even like the, EC3 the is going to be gone like in a second. Sting. Yeah, EC3. Flair back. EC3 I mean, cut a promo in Evolve last weekend. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, like a yeah, like a promo, and he's going to be gone soon. Him, that would be like maybe not soon, but two years. I no, can less see than it. that. I can see an EC3, Matt Riddle, um. All these guys, if you guys don't watch Evolve, they're maybe a year or two away from signing. Like, WWE is going to poach all, like, the, the mainstream indie stars. And then they're coming for those guys. And well, like, they have that relationship now. So, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't even call it poaching at this point. I would just say, hey, look. That's their developmental. That's now. their development. That's their true developmental. And then you have NXT, which is sort of like their AAA. Yeah, it's their AAA. And, and then you, know, you have the big leads. Yeah. So, it's... It's incredible, and Evolve has, I think, benefited from it. It has. Uh, Callahan went back down. Technically, you know, he, yeah, left, he left, but he ended up in Evolve. Yeah, same, situation. Yeah. Yeah, and same they, system. He's working working great down there, so maybe they let him develop his character back there, and he comes back. Uh, it's the perfect breeding ground, and they're getting more talent because of it. I guess the next step would be getting Evolve on the network in terms of their shows. Yeah. I'm not sure why they haven't locked that in. Yeah, how to do that, because... At least they're specials, not weekly. But no, they're, they're, paper, they're pay-per-views. Yeah. They're, they're eye-pay-per-views. Uh, it seems like, especially if you're going to push the Cruiserweight tournament, why not, even if it's after the fact, say, hey, look, one week after the air, we'll put it on the network so you can check out Cruiserweights and all that stuff. So. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, them move towards a model of a wrestling weekend. So, like, you know, go Saturday. Like, one Saturday they'll pick it out, or even a Sunday with, our, with um, NXT. A Sunday where there's not a major WWE pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And then have Evolve just always piggyback off of that. So you go like Evolve Saturday on the network. That Sunday, NXT TakeOver. Because it's only like four, what, four or five a year? For NXT? For NXT. Yeah, it feels like they're increasing. Somehow. Yeah, there's only like six. Maybe six, yeah. Every so, two months? Yeah, so even if you do that and put one Evolve show every two months and piggyback off of that, it's a great way to just build stuff. Sort of like UFC and Pinkers. Now, where... Yeah. That UFC shows, you know, afterwards there's this card from overseas that comes on. So yeah, so I mean, it's 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 a great piggyback, and I see that going there. And the talent is just gonna flow in. You know, Vince came out and said that he's looking to add 13 new or returning superstars to the roster in the next 30 days. Um, 
we can count the returning guys on our hands. Bray, Seth, Cena, Orton. Orton. So that's four. Um, I feel like someone else is missing as far as a returner. From injury? Yeah, from injury. But that's at least... Oh, Neville. Oh, I, I don't think Neville's that... It was just a broken fast. bone. Six weeks for a broken bone. And his leg, though? I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe five right there. Yeah. Sooner or later. At least in the next two months. Actually, if you want to really count, you can count all the Wyatts. Not on television at the moment. Oh, true. So you could count Strowman. Oh, yeah. Uh, Harper, because the other one's hurt. Uh, no, Rowan. Harper's hurt. That's right. Harper might be gone for the long haul. I think he tore his ACL. That's right. Okay. Never yeah, put out there for yeah, yeah, so... so. Um, yeah, so three wide, so that gives you maybe like six, six. new people. We saw Dana Brooke. That Dana Brooke, you got her. She she came up already. That's one. Everyone expects Finn to come up. Uh, I'm thinking Money in the Bank though. If there's a time, because he's gonna go against Joe again. I think he loses against Joe, or Bullet Club, or you know the Club comes out on the NXT show, and you know he wins by DQ over Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe keeps the title and he bounces and then. They're just rolling on the main roster. So I think Finn goes up. Um, there's a couple other people, like tag team-wise. Uh, the Hype Bros probably will be main roster permanent. Uh, let's hope not. <laughs> I think so. You got to stay hype, bro. Woo, woo, woo. You don't... Has Mojo been on TV yet? No, Mojo's not been on TV. All right. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> you know what? They didn't mess up the bald villains. So... They didn't. They improved them. Yeah. But they were actually... They, they were main talent. Yeah. No, they had talent. I, I don't see it in Mojo. I'm sorry. I mean, unless he's going to team up with uh, He's a mini Gronk. Yeah. Well, that's what they need. They need to... That's how I like it. If they, if they somehow got Gronk to get involved over the summer and... Debut him whenever your next show is in Boston. And have Gronk sitting in And have Gronk, like, you know, yeah. come out. And then... Or have Gronk dress as a hype bro. So it's the two hype bros. And, and then Gronk wear his stupid, like, head yeah. tie. And they come out partying. And then that's how you introduce the hype bros. Um... That'd be great. Gronk is always down. You know, anything when football's not going on, Gronk is into. Who, by the way, Gronk just got the Madden cover he did. over Cam Newton. Some people are outraged. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. Um, it's most more likely that the Madden curse starts I again. Say, yeah, that yeah. Be glad Cam's not on it. Um, so wrestling wise, let's talk about Raw though, because this week it was probably the worst Raw I've seen all year. Not saying something. I didn't even watch. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Uh, we had Vaude Villains though. Vaude Villains New Day beef is is kind of good. I like that. Uh, what's his face sings all the time. Not Gotch, but uh, Aiden. Aiden, Aiden English. English. Yeah. He sings WWE Tag Team Champions, which is crazy. It's a great play. They're more built for the main roster than they were at NXT. They are. So they, they can actually wrestle. Yeah. They're not bad. No, I mean they were champions down there for a reason. They were, you know. They were liked down there for a long time. And then they kind of faded because of the new tag teams, but they bought them up. They had a plan in place for them. And they made them strong. That's all it takes. Made them strong. Quick. Quick and easy. Yeah. Um, so I, I like what they're doing. They're not the Ascension, which is the key. Yeah. They didn't bury them like the Ascension. Um, what else do we have? We have the club versus the Brotherhood. I'm tired of Roman Reigns. Like, yeah. he's been having decent matches, but he's carried at this point. Uh are we just buying time for Seth Rollins to come back? I don't understand. Because Roman the, can't hold the belt for a year. Based on the ratings and based on the reaction he's still getting, it feels like we're in May. If Rollins is bad by Money in the Bank, he's in that match, I'm guessing. 
It has to be. And he wins it. I think he wins the briefcase again because he was the best as far as Mr. Money in the Bank is concerned. And that sets up SummerSlam. Which is perfect. Uh, Until then. I'd rather rather just see him, hey, look. Does Super Cena come back and feud with him? Memorial Day? With uh, Reigns? With Reigns. Do you take the belt off and give it to Cena? Record setting. He's sitting at 15. Yeah. He's going to break it. It's just a matter of when he's going to break it. And then ratings, summer ratings, Cena heading into SummerSlam with the strap. They need something between May and, and SummerSlam. So if that's Cena. And listen, he did one hell of a job with that U.S. title last year. I can't even be mad if they give it to Cena. I miss Cena. I miss Cena a lot. Like, all the shit we get when you know, oh, John man. Cena sucks. I miss Cena. I'm a grown-ass man, and I miss Cena. It's been... Give him the belt, man. Since not counting his brief comeback and, and for his injury, it's... He's been out since the fall. Yeah, November? Before October? That, I think October. Yeah. That's a long time. It's been deep. Longer than Seth. Longer than Seth. Minus the WrestleMania appearance, minus his couple weeks on Raw. But I, I think he'll, he'll get the same reaction when he comes back. But it'll be from a, a deep down. It'll be love. Yeah, yeah. People will love. People like, will wait you have him. to say John Cena sucks yeah, at have this to. point. He wants it. He likes it, I think. Yeah, but no, no, it's love at that point. It's like, oh, we miss you too, yeah. Cena. Um, and against Roman Reigns. Oh, he'll be. A, he's going to get the. He'll be the face. Yeah, the biggest pop ever. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's good. You set, set him right back up. And then uh, there's nothing better than if you have a heel faction, like if you want a real heel faction to come off, to have them just beat the shit out of John Cena. Because simultaneously you get heat with little kids and you get over with adults. So the, the Bullet Club or the club, whatever I'm you call I'm them. I'm going to find that name until I see some merch. So I see some shirts that say the club. The club? Place, it's just temporary. I don't know if it's going to be... It's going to be Balor Balor screwing AJ over yeah. and taking over and then the Balor club. But the club feels like such a temporary name. Definitely. Uh, especially with ROH still using Bullet Club. That like we'll too. talk about. Uh, but when, when we see a faction like that that's so over with the Smarks and everyone else just kind of thinks they're big bullies and bad guys, um, it's played perfectly. You know what? It doesn't have to be heels and faces. It, and they say it's a new era. It could be just like the Attitude Era, where that line was blurred constantly. And you know what? Little kids, you're supposed to be scared of these people. Grown-ass adults, make up your mind. Either you love them, the women hate you because you're beating up on the pretty boy, and everyone has their own version of a heel in the face. And I love it. Like Bray Wyatt, we saw that turn in him. It's like, you know what? You're not just going to be a jobber anymore as the face, the biggest heel. You're going to pick on the best face and the best heel. We're going to put you against everybody. And you're just going to be a creepy-ass dude. I wouldn't mind the Wyatts against Roman and Usos. No, that'd be good. If but went, not if, if wanna... Roman has to beat the shit out of him again. Like, Bray has to win. He can win. I mean, it's not going to be a title match. If it's 3-on-3, three three, if you want to really establish the Wyatts as his babyface group, put him against a guy who the fans hate. Yeah, and have him win. In Vince's head, Roman's still a babyface. That is true. So, it's... More and more, the line between real-life Vince and Camp WWE Vince uh, is starting to blur. I need to watch episode two. Oh, this shit's crazy. It's funnier than episode one. The Rock is incredible. When they called John Cena a pussy, I, I was like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> the entire time, like, I don't even know Wait, if I'm laughing. Two, the Rock? The Rock. Oh. Yeah, okay. they steal the people's eyebrow. You got to see this shit. It's hilarious. Um, but the entire time, like, I'm just watching, and I can't laugh because I'm just shocked. Like Ric Flair humping the bear every damn second. Woo! <laughs> He's like, why do you say woo? He's like, I say it after everything. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it, it's crazy. Like, I, I still don't know. I have to watch it again so I can actually laugh at this shit. Because every time I watch it for the first time, I'm just shocked. Like, yo, they really it's said very, that. It's very jarring. Yes. Um, so that's pretty much what we have for Raw. We have KO, though, is the only other main component. KO is uh, doing his thing. That's overall well-rounded worker in the company. He is. Bullfrog splash, talking, cut promos, uh, does his stuff in the back, you know, whether it's, you know, with the authority and their funny segments. Uh, it comes out just commentary, in which Byron Saxon at this point is just livid. And he's the best bullying Byron Saxon. Because Byron will try to say, shut up, Byron. <laughs> just a mid-sentence. Like, at some point, he'll win the title. It's just a matter of when it'll happen. The main and, title? Yeah, I think so. That'd be incredible. Because he'd break every mold. Yeah. But I, he, I think he'll be recognized. And I, I hope AJ will be one day recognized for what he's doing now and have that same opportunity. But I think Owens has been doing it a lot longer than AJ has. And Owens can carry and it in Owens, so many different ways. Yeah. I mean, you, you could turn him face if you wanted to. You'd keep him a heel and he'd still get cheered. So. Yeah, Owens is, is that guy for them right now. If... If they stayed afloat during this injury era, it's because of Kevin Owens. Yeah. And nowhere near is it because of Roman Reigns. No. Um, and let's, you know, switch to ROH, Kevin Owens' former promotion. Back in the day, uh, these guys that we're about to talk about will probably be in WWE and NXT next year. So if you haven't heard of them yet, don't feel bad. They're coming. I'm still not buying it, but go ahead. Um, ROH, all the talk was about the Bullet Club and them saying Bullet Club again. What happened to the Elite? So now it's like two separate things? It's like the club within the club. Okay, the club I think the elite is just Omega and the Bucks, right? Yeah. So no Omega. No. He couldn't get into the country. So it was just the Bucks. He couldn't get into the country? It's a, he's had a visa issue. <laughs> he, can't, he can't work the States for some reason. So he worked the, the show last night in Canada. Yeah, okay. But he can't, for some reason, get back into the States. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Okay, the cleaner Kenny Omega. Cleaner. He, got a, he, got a, he got a history under him. Whatever. Um... So it's the Bucks, but then they bought out some of the old Bullet Club members. Um, Kamatanga and the other big ass dude. Kid. Yeah, they, thank you. The other big ass dude, Andreas, to kill me for that next week. And they faced off in a fatal four way. It was cool. It was built as a super kick party. Didn't no, have too many super kicks. No super kicks. Yeah, so everyone's just like, all right, what the hell happened? Um, and then we see at the main event, they run in. No one gives a damn about Colt Cabana. Go, 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 like, go, man. You know what? If you're not podcasting or if you're not like arm in arm with CM Punk, we don't want to see you. So I thought it was a decent match for what it was. It was all right. I mean, for what Cabana is at this point in his career, it's yeah. not bad. Pull him off of the couch. And then. Um, Bust him out, two different t shirts. Two different shirts. Club, and you're thinking, all right, one of these guys is going to. And I was like, join. lethal? And I was like, lethal? I was like, Black Bullet Club? All right. Then we're not that progressive. And then I was like, <laughs> Colt? No, it doesn't make any sense. No. Unless then, he was just going to be a mouthpiece, but I was like, he's And then the lights go out. Lights him back on. We get Adam Cole Baby. Baby. <laughs> Coming out. And you know what? I, I like it. Cause I like it. I'm not, I think Adam Cole can go. I like him as a wrestler. I just never thought he had a character that fit him well enough. And then Andreas, for the past year, has just been telling me, you have to see him in PWG. You have amazing. to see him in PWG. He's a man. He's a heel. Yeah. You got to see him in PWG. I'm just like, I haven't had the opportunity of being that sweaty-ass gym yet. Yeah. 
And I'm going to LA, but not during P- PWG time. I think they have a show in they June. They have a show in May, the Prince show. Oh, coming May. Up in a couple, or actually, next Friday, I think. See, won't be there. So it's just not like, sure oh. about Junior. I'll let you know. Um, I'm definitely going to go to Bola this year, though. Oh, yes. That's an artist. Yeah, so we'll be in the building. Uh, sure, first Rat Pack will be in there. Sweating our ass The hottest off. time of the year in hey, the valley. They have pictures of beer, I heard. They do. I will be like pouring that shit on me like stone cold if I it have It was to. hot last year, man. Can we get was, first row so people are jumping can, on us? We can try. We, we were in there for five hours. It was, it was too much wrestling. Too it much. was. It was. Because you're hungry, you're hot. There's no food? No, there's no food. What happened was there's intermission. Someone um, ordered pizza. It was actually Matt Slandis. Remember the guy who did the, the Triple H um, mockumentary on YouTube? Yeah. So he's a. He's a Actor slash whatever he is, he ordered pizza for everyone. So like during intermission, he, he was like handing out pizza to people in the crowd. Wow. There's no food there. Okay. So we got to eat beforehand. We do. Yeah, eat before. Like we, we got to hydrate and eat. Yeah. We go a couple Gatorades. Yeah. Eat some food. Go there. Make a day of it. Um, but yeah, so Adam Cole joins Bullet Club. So we'll see how that kind of sets him up. It has to set him up for a push in our wings. And Lethal's held the title Adam for way Page too long. The second guy who joined. Well, Adam Page did join. I met um, Adam Page, man. Um, well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Page is cool. I guess another uh, addition. Uh, it is what it I'm is. Adam Page, dude. It, Bullet Club always adds these, like, underlings. They do. So you need people to look extremely strong and carry them. But Bullet Club, like any other faction, needs jobbers. You need someone that's going to lose and take the ass whooping for your crew so you guys can come in and then deliver an ass whooping. And does this make Lethal Babyface now? It does. Just good. I think, yeah. And then him and Adam Cole are going to go into this program, I think. And I think Cole wins the trap. He's had to drop the title eventually. He can't hold it forever. No, he can't. They, ROH is just notorious for having people hold the belt for insane amounts of time. Briscoe had it forever. Briscoe had it forever. Um, Wasn't pinned in like two years. Yeah, but Steen had it for a run when he was there. And now Lethal's had it for... A year? A year, just about, I think. Yeah, because he had, like, both the, titles last year in York, June. Right? Did he win it in New York? It was June or July. Because we talked about it on the show when I was in Puerto Rico, I think. So it was, like, the end of June. Okay. He's approaching a year. It's time for him to give it up. And I like Lethal. Yeah. Uh, he got to give up the braids and the belt. Man, the braids. Woof. Yo, he got, like, four braids left on the top of his head. It's real rough on the top. What did AJC and Jay Lethal? <laughs> Listen, uh, people think Jay Lethal's the best wrestler in the world right now. Um, I don't see it. I, I, I think, think ACH I, is better than Jay Lethal. I saw it maybe six months ago, but I think he's had a bit of a drop off. Maybe it's just a point. I mean, when you're fighting Coke Cabana, you're not helping yourself. True. So I think part of it's just who he's fighting currently. But Adam Cole I, should bring it up. I think at a time, definitely he was the, the best wrestler. Over AJ Styles. New Japan run AJ Styles at that point. Ooh, that's tough. AJ Styles, AJ Styles match against um, Nakamura to end it, like the walk off from Wrestle Kingdom was yeah. amazing. We'll get that rematch hopefully one day. Soon. Oh yeah, definitely soon. Um, I guess before we get out here, we'll talk about the announcement: Nakamura versus John Cena. Yeah, Hawaii televised. Is it televised? So you know what they, you know what they called it? What? Bash at the beach. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've been waiting for Bash at the Beach to come back. Yeah. Are they going to have the sand? I hope so. That's indoors. I'm not sure. They, oh. they got to do the, the sand setup. Yo, that was so dope. 
And then they have like it was on top of a pool, right? It had a lifeguard. It had a, it had a lifeguard stand. Yeah. It had the boardwalk. One year, yeah, like they had like water pool. on either side yeah. of the entrance ramp. WCW had the Illus. They had some Sex ideas man. that was fucking incredible. But uh, so the double cage shit was like also um, uh, something. War games. War games. That was crazy too. The sixty man battle royal. Yep. They had the weirdest like. We need to bring some of that back. Um, but yeah, no, bash at the beach, okay. Uh, I guess they, they pegged Owens and versus Brock. Lesnar, but by all accounts, Lesnar's not going to wrestle again until August. But maybe that's just like main card, like not spot duty stuff. Because last year he did uh, Japan. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's going back to Japan. I do not They have know. Nakamura, so why? Even well, Brock wanted to wear Japan because he had a friend in Japan. I forgot which wrestler it was, but he wanted to basically visit him. So he said, why not work the show? Yeah. Get some of my stuff paid for. And, you know, he worked bullshit match. So I'm not sure if he's going to do the same thing this year. I would assume so if he's going to fly all the way to Hawaii. I think he killed Kofi Kingston. Yeah. He last did. year at yeah. Japan. <laughs> now, yeah, this year, Owens versus Lesnar should be one hell of a match. And Cena and Nakamura, which... I just can't picture how that's going to go. It's going to be weird. You think? Like, Cena's a good worker. He's a good worker. Now, it's going to be weird seeing both of them in the same ring. Yeah, and, like, their styles are so different. And then, does Cena let him get his moves off? Like, I don't want to see... <sighs> super Cena is already super as is. Kicking out of 18,000 finishers. And knowing how many people kick out of the Bumaye... Bumaye! Religiously. Yeah, get a one. In New Japan. The Bumaye count has to be in, like, the tens. To, to finish Cena? Yeah. And he's still well, not going to get the finish. If, if Brian finished him on that one knee at SummerSlam, maybe one will do it. No way. There's going to be the multiple, multiple variations of the boom. Back to the head. Back to the, the head, head. Kneeling. Top rope. Off of the apron. Every type of, or what do they call it? Kinshasa? Kinshasa, yeah. Now? What, whatever. Whatever. They couldn't. Boomaye. Boomaye forever. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get a shirt made that said Boomaye <laughs> across the front. Just so people know. So that's going to be crazy, and that was announced, too. So we'll see how that pans out. But uh, New Day are built for that. Um, so are, you know, VOD Villains. Should be a fun show. Yeah. It's a Wednesday night, Tuesday NXT night. So. No, I'm down. Hopefully, you know, they don't cancel NXT for that night. Or maybe well, they... no, but it's at a time difference. Uh, East Coast is six hours behind Hawaii, so I'm assuming it's going to be a late start for even the West Coast for us. It'll probably be a 10 o'clock start for us. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm down with that. Local time but we knew Hawaii. the Japan show, I mean, that everyone was, woke that up. Was, yeah, I woke up for that. Too. I was in Puerto Rico. I woke up at like 6 a.m. I felt bad for the West Coast people. I had to wake up at 2. I my wife, who was like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching anything else. <laughs> yeah, she gave you the side eye. Wait, 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 what are you 2 doing? in the morning? I know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> On the iPad? Mm. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's coming up. We have a good slate. Um, thanks for joining us, being in town. You know, never know where you are. You're like Carmen San Diego now. I pop in, pop out. Won't be here for UFC 200. Maybe for Money in the Bank. We'll see. But I'll see you. Oh yeah, 199. We'll pop. 199. We'll do June. something on on the show. You bring your equipment. I'll bring mine. Definitely, we'll make it happen. Another podcast. We'll do like a special episode or something. At the forum. Yeah. Inglewood. Sounds good. Being in Inglewood. So let, let me plug the podcast real quick. Uh, uh, plug everything. Plug everything. The Kings of Sport. Uh, you can find myself and Nate Milton on that podcast, the weekly show. It usually comes out on Friday or Saturday, depending on how black we want to be. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marco Will, M-A-R-C-O-W-I-L-L. And once again, check out all the work on Yahoo. Yes. Uh, Marcus, you know, really 
honing in right now since it's baseball season. And I need to edit Andreas. If you want to hear Andreas' stories about his raw copy, tweet me. I can I can give you snippets of what he's really sending in. <laughs> yeah, Andreas acts like he's super fly. <laughs> this is the man behind the boards. Andreas is a uh, drink. Yes. And this is 40. I'm ghostwriting Andreas' stuff. <laughs> so, uh, you guys know where to follow everything for the podcast. At the Corner LSN on all social media. At Kel Dansby for me on all social media. And at Andreas Hale for him. Until next week, though, we're out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.